This podcast is for mature audiences only. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the speakers only. Do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of the employer. We are undomesticated. What's up, you bunch of bitches? What's the deal, Squingeal? Episode 4, baby, Undomesticated. You ask, and you shall receive. We are here to give the people what they fucking want. Once again, you got your boy, the lot lizard, the fucking desert lizard. And he lives. And he lives he on, the baby. Votes, the votes don't lie. I want to say it was like 30 to 70, yes. Fuck yeah. Hence why I'm wearing the pit vipers right now. That's 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 a sign of defeat, baby. Yeah. This is only for the intro, and I'm taking these fucking piece of shit things off. Well, like I said, you guys ask and we deliver. Today we got a very special guest with us. We got Ben DeWalt from OFT. Embrace yourself because shit's about to get real fucking weird. Is it bad that I'm nervous? Like I'm on my own podcast and I'm nervous. You should be. Because it's going to get real wild. I got to ask him something in the middle of the podcast if he'll do something afterwards that someone requested. And, you know, we listen to the people. Because we give the people what they fucking want. Someone asked, uh, fuck. Do I do this right now? Because I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know. They, 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 someone asked. If, it's more of a, I think it's going to be a game time decision. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let people know. It's a 50-50 if it's going to happen, if I even ask. Uh Someone asked me if I could uh, get hip tossed by him. <laughs> he is a judo master, so I fuck it, fuck it. I'm gonna ask. I love it. I love it. All Stay right. tuned, boys and girls. We're coming right. at you hot. Next time you see us, we're gonna be with Ben. You lie. So, like I said, you bitches ask, and we deliver. <laughs> with us today, we got our boy Ben DeWalt from Onsite Firearms Training, OFT. What's up, crew? What up? What's going on, bro? I'm exhausted. I just got back from class. Okay. We had uh, pistol class today, good eight hours. Had nice. Had shotgun class yesterday, another nice. eight hours. Nice. So, nice. you know, so, either this or pass out. Well, there you go. See? So, short story, if you all your firearm, medical, tactical fucking needs... You go through OFT, Ben and his lovely crew is extremely flexible. They travel all over New York, Connecticut, Jersey, you name it. Texas. You, Texas. Virginia. You have a good state that you want to put a crew together and shoot some guns the right way? Florida. Florida. Up and down the East Coast. Basically, we work from Maine to Michigan, down to Texas, over to Florida, and back up. So anywhere in that little sort of eastern third of the United States. Nice, nice. That's where we're at. How many rounds you go through in eight hours? Uh, a student will probably go through close to 500. I probably go through, because I demo everything, probably about 300, three to 350. It's not bad. Yeah. No, no. We do rifle, pistol, shotgun, uh, all the variations of those. We do knife stick. We have a medical company, too, that's like a side company. Right. We do force-on-force force stuff, hand-to-hand. Hand. Now, force-on-force, force, is that like butt sex on butt sex? Or? No, that's only with your sister. Got it. And no, that's with your sister's friend. And it's kind of like. <laughs> then we do the scissors. It's either scissor or like the Requiem for a Dream ass to ass. I like so, it. I like ooh, it. One of the two. The Desert Lizard approves, just All so right. you know. Real question. Uh, force on Force is essentially putting you in real life scenarios with simunition guns that shoot like tiny little paintballs. So think of like paintball for adults. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's some fucked up shit because you'll be in a scenario where you're sitting in a room that's. Essentially, a makeshift pizza place. Right. And a couple guys will come in, start pointing guns at everybody, yelling and screaming. Tell us, give me your fucking money. Yeah. Get on the fucking ground. Don't fucking move. Very Chicago like. Yeah. And you see who in the crowd is going to be the superhero that wants to turn it into a gunfight, or are they just going to reach in the pocket and, you know, right. give them like, our, we have some fake money that we give you? So, like, give up the fake money and just say, okay, cool, I give up. Or. Do you want to play superhero, turn it into a gunfight, and get everybody in the pizza place shot and killed? Would you, what about the ultimate de escalator? What's the best way of de escalating that situation? <laughs> Pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> so, real question is Ryan a good shot? Yeah, actually, um, 
You, you don't. Wanna, I know you're his friend. You don't got to lie here. You want the. You want I want the. Shot. I told you. I used to be fucking terrible, dog. Like I used oh. to be. Like how long did it take him to bro, be a good shot, bro? So he came in one day out of nowhere, and I was like, "Holy fuck! It is a fucked up version of Jonah Hill." Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Let's hear it, baby. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you because I, you know, one thing that I will not do is I will not tell you what you want to hear. I'm gonna tell you what you fucking need to hear. He was horrible. Yeah. He was horrible. And I was like, I don't know about this dude, man. I'm like, untrainable? No, he, there's not really anybody who's untrainable, but he was definitely, I don't know. He was, he was all over the place. And, <laughs> well, I used to scream, brace yourself, fool, before I would yeah. shoot rounds and yeah. turn my guns. <laughs> true uh-huh. very bronx so he me. used to have like you know from from 10 yards and in he'd have a group you know about this big right and the interesting thing is though and i'll give him i'll give him credit where credit's due he did his absolute best which was a lot of hard work to stay focused on what we were doing but he did put in the time he did put in the work he made an amazing effort and one day like after telling him like how to do this shit for months and months and months one day he's like on the line he's shooting he stops and he looks turns to me and he goes bro (laughs) i just figured out what you was talking about (laughs) now i got it oh my god you're missing the lisp lisp. i I don't know where this lisp came from i never had a lisp It, it grew on me my tongue got fatter yeah okay and his group like, literally, that night went from, like, this to, like, this, right? And now, normally, he's used to something like this. Right, yeah, right. With a little twist. Yeah. But his group got real tight, got to, like, a fist-sized group at various distances, and that was probably, what, maybe four months ago? Yeah, give or take, yeah. And since then, he, is, he has turned into one of the better shooters of the group. How about them but, apples, Ange? But, fucking suck it, took it, bro. you six, six months, you said, though. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but it took him... A lot of hours. months of consistent work every week. Now, people will go to the range and they'll shoot, you know, 400 rounds in one day. And And that was me, guilty. That used to be me before. I'm going to come back to the range. They'll go back to the range three months later and shoot a couple hundred rounds. And they'll go, oh, I can't get any fucking good groups. Then they go to the range four months, three months later than that. Like, if you're not getting reps consistently, you're not going to build the skill. You're not going to build any good technique. Like what do you? What else do you do for fun other than this podcast? With me, I hang out with my kids, dude. Hang out with your and kids. Work. That's right. legit my life. So you teach your kids something? Do they get it perfectly the first time? No, but they're five years old. Ryan's right. a grown ass man. Well, also a grown ass <laughs> five year old. But go ahead. I mean, you got to consider what we're talking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to get reps. You got to get consistency. Anything that you do, whether it's like skateboarding, weightlifting, fucking. Learning to play poker, if you do it once every three or four months, you know, like some people are like, ah, shooting's like riding a bike. No. And I'm like, no, dude, shooting's more like riding a motorcycle. Like if you don't do it enough, you don't get enough consistency, you're never going to get good at it. And every time you do it, it's like starting over the first time again. So right. he, he's put in work, dude, and I got I to gotta give him credit where credit's due. And that's about it. I'm gonna. It's all the compliments. Right now, I'm gonna go fuck myself. But it's it's funny you mentioned about shooting and getting into it and buying into it and putting the time in. For a lot, I know a lot of people that actually want to get into it and want to shoot and want to, you know, defend like protect themselves and their family. But they don't even know where to begin in regards to like applications and what the fuck it takes. Basically, me. Right. Like I asked a zillion times. I looked up a zillion fucking things, and everything's like different. What's the best process or easiest process of like going through from not having even a pistol permit to like, what do you need? What do you got to do? Like, you know, you have to find first a source of reliable, correct information. Okay. There are a lot of instructors out there. Uh, there are a lot of people that you're probably friends with that are like, Oh yeah, I know everything about guns. Don't worry about it. And you know, that person probably pretty well. And you might be like this dude. I don't know, man. It's like, it's kind of flaky. Right. Uh, your local gun shops may or may not be able to steer you in the right direction. Okay. Um, that's an option as well. If a gun shop has a range, they may want to steer you towards their people. Because they, they double may, dip then. Or they may give you like, hey, this guy doesn't work here, but this is somebody we recommend. Right. Um, just find a knowledgeable source. You know, The internet's good. 
But there's a lot of bullshit and there's a lot of bad information on the internet like every other subject that's out there. Uh, it's just a question of finding someone who knows. Like, So let's say you wanted to get into this. Yeah, I have zero experience. I have nothing. You would ask Ryan, hey, you've been into this for a while. What are you doing? And Ryan would say, oh, yeah. You and have. I've been. I was like, bro, just come through my people. Yeah. Let's get the application going. We'll get you four references. See, but I'll listen to someone like him. You're retarded. This is also facts, but, you know, so at the end like, of the day, I'm shooting. You're not. How about them apples? It's true. It's true. <laughs> but. So how about that, bitch? But you had someone hit like him walk you through it. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I fucking, I straight Leroy Jenkins the whole fucking application, and then I came through. I had a hunting and target fucking. Yeah, he already he already had all of his permits and his gun when he came in. Right. The bus. Uh, all right. Which is, you know, another level. You can come into that point as well, but, you know, at the same time, if you say to him, hey, where do I go? And he says, contact Ben, contact, you know, the, the OFT right. crew. Right. That's probably good advice. So could you. We could get you set with whatever direction you need to go in. From what there. is the minimum requirements for OFT to allow somebody to shoot with them? Uh, in regards to licensing and all that good stuff. So pistol permit and pistol, obviously ammo. Uh, if you are in the process of filing for your pistol permit and you did the class with us, you are allowed in some counties to come and shoot with an instructor. Copy that. So that you can get that live fire element in the process of filing for your application. So you hear that, bitches? So if you are in the process of filing for your permit, you know, and cough, cough. I know, I know Putnam allows that. So right, that's, right. You know. I'm not even in the process yet, though. But all it takes is a fucking a printout, a signature, and you start. You, I was you going to, but I never woke up. I was supposed to go to some class. It was like a 10-hour class, and Unbelievable. I never woke up. Unbelievable. Ben, what's your favorite gun shooting? Uh, Glock 17 or my Nighthawk 9mm uh, Nighthawk Agent 2 that I have. That's the one you were, is that the one you were fucking around with maybe about a month ago? Isn't it like a 1911 or something like that? Yeah. Where, yeah. You like that gun? I do. Yeah, I don't know. I I was, I always thought coming into it was like, oh, if I'm gonna be concealed carrying every day, I want like a smaller, more compact gun. Blah 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 blah. Fuck that. Glock 17 is the way to go. Yeah, the bigger the gun, yeah. uh, the easier it is to learn on. The easier mm. it is to shoot. The more that the size and weight of the gun will soak up the recoil. Uh, people make this mistake of buying these tiny little guns, and there's nothing wrong with them. The Glock 43, the Sig 365. Even the Hellcat, Ugh. which I can't stand. I think it's terrible. But if you know how to shoot, you're an above-intermediate-level shooter, uh, you've already understood what you need to do, how you need to grip the gun, etc. But learning how to shoot, you know, if, you, if I said, hey, man, I'm going to teach you how to drive a car. Here's the keys to the Lamborghini. Let's hit the Sawmill Parkway. Uh, it's probably not going to end up too well for you. Right. You know, um, but I, I I equate the size of the gun to, like, vehicles. Mm. If you're in your Hyundai and you hit that really awful pothole versus if you're in your Escalade or your Hummer and you hit that same pothole, there's a huge difference in the way that that's going to feel. So it's the same with recoil. Makes it's sense. It's not so much, you know, the size of the gun that you're looking for. It's do you have something you can get your full hands on Soaks up recoil and gets you back on target a lot faster. So two questions. One, as much as a great of a shooter you are, you're also, aren't you into like MMA or judo or other type of hand-to-hand uh, combat sports? I'm a lifelong martial artist. So nice. Shotokan, Ishinru, Goju, uh, Okinawa. Um, we did a lot of Krav Maga. We've done a lot of close quarter stuff. Uh, haven't gotten too much into BJJ. It's like a whole other thing that I really need to dedicate myself to. That's crazy because your BJ's are phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I have to 20 ask. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I, I have to ask because I got messages for it because of Ryan. At this podcast, people wanted to hip toss me. In the backyard. One hip toss. What? Yep. Just one hip toss. Listen, you could say no. I'm completely fine with you <laughs> saying no. It's to my benefit that you say no. But I was told Sorry. to X and... Wait. <coughs> Bless you. you. Uh, what do you got on the ceiling in here? Paint. Good Lord. Wait, you want to hip toss me? No, no, no. no, no you're no, going to no. hip toss me. I'm going to hip toss you. Yeah. Why? People axed. People axed? Yep. Well, we kind of we made you out to be the real life John Wick, so... I mean, people want to see me get hurt. I, I could hip toss you. I could sweep you. I could... I mean, what, I don't know. Whatever you're into, bro. 
Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out I'm after the podcast. I'm not like the dominic, dominatrix shit. I, mean, no, I just want <laughs> to go down one time. I don't want to be like tied up. on fire. I've choke slammed a dude to a flaming <laughs> table once. Right, right, you do got the table in the back. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> here we go. It's not that kind of party. <laughs> Yet, at least. Maybe if you keep on fucking drinking. Gotta get the... the... No. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, so, nice and nobody on. can ever get out of that choke. It's like as soon as that choke goes on, everyone's like... <laughs> yeah, you start like flailing like a fucking fish right. out of water. So, uh, question number two: What's your bro to penis ratio? Your B to P ratio? My bro to penis ratio? Like how many bros? Like out of your bros, how many of their penises have you seen? Uh, no, I'm not really into. See, well, no, I'm not saying I'm not normal, saying you dude. willingly, but it's just it's like you came bro-hos, across. You know, I get it, but you you tell me you never seen any of your bros' penises? No. See? I don't believe you. I don't See? believe you. I call it bullshit. It's not a common thing. I call it bullshit. I call it bullshit. It's a fucking common thing. It's a common thing. thing, bro. It's a thing. It's a fucking thing. It's a real thing. It's How a thing. How many of your bros' penises have you seen? Almost all my bros. you never seen my penis. Uh, did I say all? I said almost. Yeah. I said almost, almost all my bros. So is that like a goal? Like, hey, no, it's just, it's hey, just, how you doing? My name's Ryan. I really want to see your penis. No, no, but it's more like, hey, my name is Ryan. If we become bros at one point in our lifetimes, we're going to see each other's penises. And that doesn't even have to be in a gay manner. I know. Trust doesn't me. have to be in a gay manner. Like this you never, you never fucking traveled, right? And fucking, I don't know. You fucking partied. Uh, you used to be a fucking touring uh, booking manager. You never seen any bandmates fucking penises before at a party. I don't go to those parties, bro. Oh, no, not those Lord. kind of parties. See, you thought this was like a normal oh, thing. It's a normal you, thing, bro. I'm so happy it's a normal that he thing. came on and said no. It's and a shut normal you down. thing. It's a I'm normal so fucking happy thing. Shut so you down. Have you had another in studio guest? No, you, you're our first in studio guest. Uh, so there is some growing pains here, some yeah. learning that you're doing. Well, no, not really, because it's via, via, via uh, fan viewer responses, they, it, the bro to penis ratio is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's I, I'm convinced it's a real thing. You can't tell me otherwise. Okay, so how old are you? 35. All right. I'm 52. I have never heard this before. See? Out of, 50, out of your 52 years of living, you never see any of your boys' penises. I've never had the desire to see anybody. I'm not saying desire. I'm not saying, like, oh, I really want to see a penis. But just by fucking sheer time spent with one of your boys, like, you've never seen that. You never, like, pantsed one of your boys? Like, none of your boys ever got pants? I mean, you had a fucking party or anything? You're telling no, me. You're telling saying, me. Dude. So, I don't hang out with people that let their pants sag. Like, oh my, my friends God. wear good, sturdy, strong belt because... We got guns on us. Oh. And if another dude is coming up and pulling your pants down. <laughs> it's a little way. awkward when you say it like that. See? It's a little get, awkward when you say it like that. It's a get shot, stabbed, or get your teeth knocked out. Oh, like, thank if you. you run up to somebody thank and pull you. their pants down, like, well, what do you want, man? Like, you know. You, Thank you. Are you oh trying my God. to go after you guys, it? Are you, you guys, after it or what? Like, you guys are such fucking You're a 35-year-old gay man, and it's okay. It's not only a 35-year-old gay man. I'm just a 35-year-old man who's seen my friend's penises before. All of them. I said almost all of them. So he's not gay. He just keeps a tally of how many dicks yes. he's seen. Yes. Well, because on um, um, my boys, I could probably count to my two hands of my boys. I don't, I don't care if you're gay or not. I don't care. <laughs> like, if we're cool. It's, it's 2023, baby. He, 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 he shoots straight, though, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> I oh, shoot. Yeah. Most of <laughs> a little bit of a twist every once in a while. It like, depends on what gay, group. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what your sexual preference is. Oh, my God. First off, the lot lizard, the fucking desert lizard cannot be gay. The desert lizard is just a fucking enigma, bro. So so why what'd why you call? what what'd you what'd you just say? I'm the fucking desert lizard. You said you're a well what? An enigma. Oh, I thought you said something else. Oh, oh I see what you said. God. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, question. All seriousness, what do you think of his look? There's a new look for him and Oh, it's phenomenal. I drive like in it. Yes, let's so go, wait, baby. No, I thought wait, we were wait, cool, wait, Let's go, baby. baby. I drive in it. Actually, I saw a sticker today. Who is that dude? He's the local dude, 914, like, hey oh, 914, dude. I have no idea. He, he wears, like, the, um, you know, remember the old gym pants from the 90s that were, like, yeah, sh- print? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those with a shirt. He's got a sticker of him like this. You're uh, kind of stealing his So you, you stole the gimmick, you son of a bitch. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. We don't even know what he's talking exactly. about. Exactly. He's got a podcast. He's on Oh, you Instagram. fucking um, thief, dude. 
You're what, a fraud. What are you talking it's about? Like Fuck yo, all you. Like 914 yo or something like that. You're He's a got like fucking a big, fraud. Like, First off, first off, I have glasses. I have receipts. I've been dressing like this every summer for the last easily ten years. I have receipts. I'm never just saying, I'm never just seen you like that before. A, oh my god, you internet, fucking liar! He's an internet character from the Westchester area, and he's got a sticker of him like he's like this with this big like curly fucking blonde afro. What? Those glasses, like a, a sleeveless cut off fucking way better shape shirt. than Ryan, right? Way better shape, probably. Oh, yeah, he's got muscles. Yeah, so there <laughs> you go. I'm not trying to be like him. I'm not trying to be like him. Fuck this guy. I but think I mean, you, that, you should challenge him. You should challenge you're, him. Challenge you're him. You're not that's copying it. him. I would say you're emulating him. Ooh. I think that's even worse. It just sounds more offensive. I don't even know what that means, and I'm, and I'm upset about it. I'm upset about it. I don't want to hear these things. Watch my bottle disappear. <laughs> I didn't even stick it up his yet. Yet. I love it. I he, love it. He'd be into it. Trust me. Brian's into the ass play thing. You Ryan's, know what? Ryan's it's, a character. You're gonna learn a lot about him today. It's 2023, bro. And you he know has what? A Bud Light in his hand. Yeah, bro. Because I'm, I am inclusive. I'm diverse. It's 2023. I accept all types of beings. Unlike Angel, you fucking I think I conservative Kid Rock square. Your house with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably right, bro. Probably gave it to him. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, see me. I'm a very competitive person. Okay. When people go shooting, is it like? Competitive at all, or is it more everybody focusing on their own and like? If you are involved in a competition night, then yeah, it's it's all about fucking getting first place. But for the most part, it's more of a learning experience. It's more of a self challenging. You're competing with yourself to be better than you were when you walked in. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Because I can, know, I don't, I don't, I don't really like when people show up trying to compete in a class. Usually cops, by the way. Um, uh, some people show up with this preconceived notion of, you know, what their ego tells them they should be. Right. And Hot shit. You know, they, they, they see otherwise. Um, just show up, dude. You're there to learn. It's not really a competition thing. It's just, it's more of a learning experience. And then you take what you've learned. And if you get into competitive shooting, you take what you learn and you apply that to like, you know, Monday night pistol competition or something like that. How about this, Ben? So... In our current climate of living, guns are a hot topic. They're usually always a hot topic, but now I feel like we're in fucking boiling water when it comes to guns. Constantly. Uh, the always, like, the major debate that uh, beta men, low testosterone men will say is that, <laughs> what do you need a gun for? What are you, you trying to kill somebody? Well, what do you need a gun for? Where do you live that you need a gun? Blah, 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 blah. I'm still looking for that document called the Bill of Needs. Right. Right. Thank you, sir. Because what the fuck? What do I need a gun for? It doesn't matter what I need the gun for. Okay? It's here. We're here well, to protect here's, myself. Here's, here's the little surprise information. I don't need a gun. Wow. I want a gun. Right. I have every right as an American to have a gun. And then they I go. Have multiple guns. To so have as many guns as I want. I don't give a fuck. I guess you like killing children. And it's like, you're fucking nuts. People are fucking well, nuts. They, these are the same people. That when we suggest, hey, why don't you put some armed guards in schools like you have at Congress, like you have every fucking politician has armed bodyguards, why don't you put some armed guards in schools? Get some guys that are, you know, retired law enforcement. Give them the job. Right. The, you know, there, there are tons of vets out there that would love to have this job. And everyone who's anti-gun and says you're killing children, they will fucking vote against putting any kind of armed security in school. Right. But, well, that's because the, the signs stop They'll people. have it at banks. They'll have it in fucking Congress. They'll have it in the Senate. You'll have your bodyguards for all your fucking politicians and all your celebrities. Right. And I'm not talking about Paul Blarts in schools, like no. trained professionals. You know what I mean? Because look, so... So just the idea that if you're an active shooter, this is what just happened uh, with with that last school shooting, there were other locations that that shooter wanted to go to, but did not go to those because there was a possibility that there may or may not have been armed guards there. And how about this to piggyback so, off that? So yes, that active shooter, that active shooter was shooting and was being an active shooter for a total of 14 minutes, Yes, 14 minutes. That means three guys in tactical like fucking maneuvers Knew what they were doing and cleared out a whole fucking school and put that shooter to fucking rest in 14 minutes. Imagine. First, they had to get there. Right. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm saying, imagine if you had two of those guys with the same type of training as that, Already that know how site. to fucking clear Already out there. a school. Now, seven minutes, 
six minutes. That, you know, now, like minutes, when you're talking about shit like that, like seconds or hours, you know what I mean? So you, your kid, you have any kids, Ben, or no? No. So I, my daughter is turning six. Uh, my daughter is six. She might be turning six. I'm, oh, that's a good dad. I, when I see that shit, that shit makes me want to pull my kid out of school completely, like make my wife fucking homeschool. So homeschooling is, is a big thing. Lately. No, you know what I mean? Like it, it fucks me up. And like, you know, I think about it all the time. Like as a father with kid going to school, like, yeah, I would love to fucking armed guards at school. It's never going to fucking happen. Let's be serious. These motherfuckers yeah. are never going to fuck with I think they're doing it in Florida. I heard some schools are fucking doing it in Florida. Sounds about right. Florida would be something fucking awesome like that. This is just for play devil's advocate here. What can we enforce where these motherfuckers don't get guns? You know what I mean? Like, cause so, they're always like, oh, gun rules aren't strict enough. I think they're pretty well, fucking already, strict as it there's is. There's already 20,000 gun regulations on the books. And the problem still- is, the problem is you're not a criminal until you commit a crime. Yeah. So you could have clean background, never, never jaywalked, never spit on a sidewalk your entire life. And the one day comes when you're like, you know what? Fuck Today's the every, day. Fuck everything. And you go and buy a pistol or a rifle, shotgun, whatever it is. And you just snap. You're not a criminal. So you can't really say, oh, you know what? I don't like that person's hair. Or I don't like the fact that that, that person has like a tattoo on their face. So they're not allowed to have a gun. Right. Because then you get into, oh, I don't like your religion. You're not allowed to have guns. I don't like your skin color. You're not allowed to have guns. And then it also snowballs to like ban all assault rifles. Please, somebody tell me what an assault rifle is. You know what I mean? Because it's once you start banning, banning these hot topics of assault rifles, now it's just a snowball effect. Because what's the difference between a semi-automatic uh, 9 millimeter AR and my Glock 17? It's the same difference between, let's say, your Hyundai Elantra and your Maserati. Okay. Why do you need a Maserati? Because it's cool as fuck. (laughs) Do you really need to go faster than the speed limit? No, I don't need to. Not always, but you might have to. But I may have to one day. Someday you might have to. Right. It's no difference. Uh, You know, you, you you could take a 1022 out of its wooden stock and put it in one of those Archangel stocks that's like all tactical looking. And you could show it to that anti-gun person and be like, which one is the more dangerous rifle? Right. And they'll pick the Archangel stock every time. But it's the same gun. It just looks different. It looks scary. It looks cooler. It's the same. Right. Well, their argument I see online all the time is, oh, well, when these uh, amendments were made, the guns we have now didn't exist. Which, sure. I, that's, it's still bullshit. It's still a gun no, is a gun. They're 100% right. When the Second Amendment was written, it applied to cannons and muskets. I would love to have a cannon right now. When the First Amendment was written, <laughs> freedom of the press, freedom of speech, it applied to what? The guy on the box with the bell? Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. And yeah. the ink and quill. It had nothing to do, First Amendment has nothing to do, if you want to go by that fucking logic, nothing to do with the internet, newspapers, television, radio, media, fucking anything that we have. Right. So if you're going to sit here and be like, oh, the Second Amendment does never was meant to imply or, or apply to that stuff. Yeah, well, the first was never meant to apply to internet right. or emails or right. whatever. You know, I want to I hear your formal complaint on ink and quill. Nail it to me, sir. By a by a postal <laughs> by a postal horseman, and then you hear that same person say, "Well, you know, the Constitution is a living, breathing document, and we should be able to alter it." No, the Constitution, no. if it's a living and breathing document, it is implied that it can be updated with technology. Meaning, as technology updates, what it meant updates. Right. 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 So yes, maybe cannons and muskets. That's what they meant, but now our cannons and muskets look fucking different. Right, and they sound way cooler. Also, if it wasn't for the Second Amendment, we'd be fucking speaking fucking British right now. So yeah. let's just not forget, motherfuckers. We'd be drinking tea, and our teeth would look like this. Ugh, God, God. <laughs> so being a firearms instructor, how many years, first off, have you been an instructor like in the culture, in the community, training, going balls deep? So I grew up shooting um, when I was like yay high. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got into, seriously into it, probably early 2000s. Okay. And was teaching since 2005. Okay. So being uh, in, so, for, so let's just say for 20 years argument's sake, 20 years argument's <laughs> sake, uh, being an instructor and all that stuff, have you ever 
fell into a situation or a conflict where you were either, oh shit, um, I have to make the decision whether do I do I pull out my concealed carry weapon right now or like have you ever been in a situation where yeah. thank that, God that I have my gun that, on me that hero moment yeah that hero moment. thank God I have my gun on me because I would be dead right now so there was one incident at one o'clock in the morning at an apartment we lived in uh, where there were four or five guys on the landing outside banging on the door, ringing all the doorbells of all the other apartments. Trying to get in. This is 1.30 in the morning on a Friday night. I had to get up early the next morning to go to work, and my wife was, you know, upstairs watching TV, and she's like, fuck's going on? So she comes downstairs, hey, I need you to come upstairs. He's, I don't know what's going on. These guys are, like, banging on the doors. So I grab a pistol, throw it in my sweatpants pocket. I go upstairs. Step out into the foyer. So we had our apartment, the foyer, and then the door that stepped yeah. out to the landing. And I kind of cracked the door, and I'm like, yo, what, what is going on? And this dude's holding a cell phone. He goes, yeah, my phone. Uh, uh, I left my phone on, uh, on the subway and uh, blah, blah, blah. And he says, this GPS says it's in your house. And I'm like, dude, first of all, that is Metro North. That is not a subway. <laughs> I look out the window or I look out the door. I see a silver car parked across the street with somebody in the driver's seat watching them like a buddy. And then next to my door, there's a, like a floor to ceiling small window like this. And I look and I see the tip of a nose and the tip of a shoe like somebody's up against ah, the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going back and forth, me and this dude. He's like, well, we want to come in your apartment and look for this phone. Are they fucking... And I'm like, bro, you ain't fucking stepping on this threshold. I said, get off my porch. Get off my property. I said, I already called the cops. They're on their way. Oh, why are you being such an asshole? Blah, blah, blah. At this point, my hand's already taken the pistol out of the pocket. It's behind my leg. Right? It's like kind of back here. I'm still kind right. of concealing it, but it's out of my right. pocket. Because you feel like shit's getting real. It's, it's escalating. It's starting to escalate. And the dude takes a step towards the threshold. He goes, well, why don't you just let us come in? And I kind of turned my body. Instead of being bladed, I kind of turned, but the gun's still down here. Right. He's looking at me in the eye. And his buddy behind him looks down and goes. Oh, his friend's seen it before him. his buddy goes, come on, let's just try somewhere else. <laughs> try somewhere try else. Try somewhere else. Because they're about to meet their maker. So, and you know what? Though leave here's the fucked up part, and this is what I want everybody to understand about why this is is good to have some sort of self protection. They left, they got in that silver car, and they drove off. Seven eight minutes later, cop car, which we already called, came down, passed our house, looked at our house, and drove off. Ended up, they had the cop actually did pull that car over before it got into the next town, and it was five kids from the Bronx. Why got from the Bronx? It always got to be the Bronx, man. Why the fuck do we they always had no do explanation this? for why they were in Westchester? Uh, we lived in a river town, so it wasn't necessarily a bad neighborhood, but they had no reason why. And then they started complaining to the cop that they were looking for directions. Because I knew the cop. He told me the story a couple weeks later. They were looking for directions, and some guy came out of his house with a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the cop said, look, guys, you know you're not supposed to be in this neighborhood. You have no business in this neighborhood. And he goes, I think I know which guy you're talking about. You're lucky you're alive right now. Right, right. So a total of the three or four of them? There's about five, I five think. Of them. There was four on the porch and one in the car. So that's a perfect example of when people say, why do you need more than 10 rounds? Well, okay. this is a perfect example of, like, let's say it wasn't me and it wasn't my wife, and it was somebody's mother, an elderly person, a woman who's home by herself answered that door. Right. Like, they were at a point where they're like, why don't you just let us come in and look for it? Right. And I was like, bro, this ain't happening. Meanwhile, my wife's inside with the fucking with shotgun. fucking ready to, she's, ready to rock and roll. She's ready. Oh she's my like, God. How so, fucking awesome is that? I mean, they kind of fucked up, right? They probably seen the tattoos on the hand, seen tattoos on the head. And there had to be some sort of like question when they first said, like, fuck, we got the, we got well, not all people. We knock on the door and people, we get this, we get fucking, this fucking guy, guy who looks like he fights John Claude Van Damme in fucking basement cellars. So, right. 
Second time. There's numero dos. Same apartment. It's probably why we fucking moved. <laughs> <laughs> Same apartment. Um, we're going up to the dojo. So we lived on the lower road, higher road the dojo was on. We're going up to the dojo one night, just off hours, just to you know mess around, get some some dry fire and some some hand to hand like retention disarm work in. And we're coming down our driveway. Our driveway was on a little bit of a slant. We lived at the bottom of two hills across the street is a train station, Metro North Station. Going out to the car, and I'm going around the car to the passenger side. Wife's getting in the driver's side. Yeah. Flying down the hill, probably 60 miles an hour in a residential zone with a park across the street. a boy. Honda Civic, loaded with kids, probably early 20s. They do a Tokyo drift <laughs> to the train station. Nice. I smell the weed. I hear the clanking, the unmistakable clanking of beer bottles. They let two kids out. I'm not going to get too descriptive on what they look like because I don't want to get fucking nailed as a racist <laughs> or whatever. They let two kids out. The two kids go into the train station. They punch it. They squeal tires. They lay fucking smoke. And they come flying around here to come back up the hill. And they stop because I guess they lost control. <laughs> stop from about two feet away from where I was standing. Yes. Yes. And they kind of looked at me like, oh, fuck. And I leaned in the car and I was like, look, guys, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I love to drive like an asshole myself. I said, but this is a residential area. There's people that live here. There's a park across the street. There's, you know, people that come in and out of the train station. There's kids. This is like 8 o'clock at night. There's kids that, you know, play in that park. I was like, if you guys want to drive like this, why don't you go on the sawmill, go on the Taconic, have fun, do whatever the fuck you want right, to do. Right, right. And they're like, oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. And okay. they start to drive off. They get about 20 fucking, 20, 25 yards away. I know sorry, away. sir, it doesn't fit the demographic, but go ahead. They get about 25 yards away, and they go, you fucking oh, corrected. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers. So as they're going up the hill, coming down the hill is one of our local police officers who I know. And I'm like, Mike. <laughs> and he pulls over. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, tell him the story. And he's like... All right, I'll go get him. Fucking goes up the hill. I go to get in the car. Hand on the door. Open the door. I go to sit down. My ass barely touches the seat. Something catches my eye. I turn. It's the two kids that went into the train station coming back out. The one's going, yo, motherfucker, you fucking with people's lives now. And he sweeps his jacket. What? Puts his hand behind his back. His buddy has a backpack on his chest. And he reaches in the backpack Fanny pack. like he's going to get some. No, it's a backpack. Oh, it's a full backpack. Okay. Yeah, he's wearing it on his chest. Oh, so he could have something substantial in that. I remember bright red backpack. Yeah, yeah. And he reaches in to get something. Soon as my ass cheek hits the seat and I see this shit going, I pop up. I clear garment, dude. It was like all the shit that you see in a movie just done fucking perfect. I pop. I turn. Draw the gun out, point it at his face, and I go, don't fucking move. I will fucking shoot you. I said something cool. Yeah. I could have been like, I could have been like, oh, no, 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 you know, oh, you're going to be a bumbling mess. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be shaky. Dude, I was like, I was fucking dead straight, like just completely like calm, flat. And then the other thing is they're like, oh, you'll never see your sights in a gunfight, blah, blah, blah. Dude, cross that dude's chest. I saw rear sight left, rear sight right, fucking front sight. All three of them, all three giant, they were like this fucking big. Nice. All lined up across the top of this dude's chest. And for a split second, I went, ooh, my sights. Like in my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh shit, my sights. Yeah, they are. Cool. Yeah, they are. These dudes Dude, froze up, right? Did they flash you? I give him the fucking the verbal warning and his hand pops up. Ah, he goes, oh, you got your burner, you got your burner, motherfucker. You got your burner. I know where you live, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, bro. Anytime you want to stop by, I'll play with you. <laughs> I'm tracking them as they're walking backwards, walking away. And I think for a second, huh, 
wonder where my wife is. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, Ray would have been fucking already. Pew, 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 well, pew, pew, rolling around. I bring the gun into compressed. I look over my shoulder. She's standing in the fucking B frame of the car, like her feet on the door frame. Over the hood of the car <laughs> with her pistol out, tracking him as well. And I go like this I go, Oh. Excellent. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> she was like, Say the word, motherfucker. Like I thought this was my show. Right. Oh, that's, that's um, fucking right. That's, that's fucking, that sounds about right. So third, now, what? third time. Oh. oh my God. Okay. We are down in Emporia, Virginia. And we went out to an all-you-can-eat soul food buffet. Now, Emporia, Virginia is probably the absolute worst area of Virginia that you can go to. Really? It's like just completely like <sighs> terrible area. My buddy that we were with at the time was a, I can't name the, can't name the city because I don't want to like do anything, but he was a deputy sheriff for one of the local area okay. sheriff's departments. Mm-hmm. Um, not from Emporia, but somewhere nearby. And he was getting into the driver's side after we're leaving. It's like 930 at night. He's getting driver's side. Rachel's behind him. I'm getting into passenger side. I go to open the door and he goes, dude, three o'clock. And I look and there's a dude with his hood up, hands jammed in his pockets, Uh making a beeline right for me, like 15 yards away, just trucking, like coming right at me. I, as soon as I see him, I turn, I go, I clear garment, I put my hand on the pistol, and the dude goes, and makes a hard like, <laughs> makes a hard left, and just books it that way. Smart man. So now, if that and was I'm like, if that was what? the average person, they're gonna shoot someone though. Like oh you're my, trained. Like what you, the fuck? I was gonna say, if that was Jared Reston, that kid would probably be still so his maker. I think if in all three situations he's in, he was in. I think if without the training you have and everything right. you know. I think most people would just pull the trigger. No quite like you know, I'm not saying it'd be so, perfect, but I think like out of fear people just start. One of the reasons squeezing. one of the reasons why we push the we force do. on force program as much as we do is your decision making and your decision making skills and your decision making time. Right? The dude reaching behind his back, I don't know what he's reaching for. I didn't see a gun, I didn't see a knife, I didn't see a baseball bat, nunchucks, fucking rocket launcher. But at that moment, I definitely felt like that could go in any direction. Gun yeah. came out, gun came up on him, but finger never pressed the trigger. Because I had an immediate, like, you know in a Terminator, when he walks into the bar and it's the screen? Yeah, he's yeah. fucking scanning. Scan. Yeah, 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 Like yeah. shoe size 11, fucking pants size 38, whatever. Brought it's a penis size. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro picks, whatever. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to be able to analyze the situation and analyze it like that. Right. And decide like that. Right. You can't sit here and be like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Because you may not end up having to have to do anything because now you're fucking dead. Or you, may, might, you might make the wrong decision and shoot somebody when you didn't need to shoot them. Right. Right. But in these situations, like, it could have gone in any direction. Only once did the pistol actually get pointed at somebody um and i actually felt that i had a legitimate fear of death or serious bodily injury to myself or the person that i was with if that hand behind the back came out with anything that could have been considered a deadly weapon and as cool and calm and collected as i was during that incident we got in a car we went to where we had to go and i got out of the car and it was like four minutes later and that adrenaline dumped out, and I was like, "You realize what <sighs> happened? Yeah, holy fuck, holy fuck! Did you realize? Oh my god, right. I was fucking shot. I was blah, blah, blah. like that adrenaline dump. All of a sudden, you realize just what happened, and it's it's that, horrible. That's something horrible that, feeling. That's something that annoys me too. Like you see all these comments and shit online, like with the cops like shooting people. Yeah, oh, I mean, well they're I'm, trained. Why don't they just shoot the gun out of his hand? Why don't they just yeah. shoot him in the foot or the knee? It's like, dude, in that moment of reaction, you don't know what the so, fuck's happening. I don't know what I don't know what town it was. This was a while ago, maybe last year. There was a girl with a knife who had another girl on top of a car, and she was stabbing her with the knife. Yeah, and the cops shot the girl with the knife. 
There was somebody actually commented, why didn't he just shoot the knife out of her yeah. hand? Yeah. 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 Like, what the fuck? Because it's a movie. If that you know? motherfucker can shoot knives out of people's hands, fucking he he's yeah. not he going to be, be a cop. cop. He's going to be in fucking <laughs> Ringling Brothers. And <laughs> <laughs> Next up is... All right, we're, we're back because the fucking video fucked up. Goddamn technical difficulties. So shooting a knife out of someone's fucking hand is yeah. fucking... It's impossible. It's fucking yeah. impossible. So you've got politicians and you've got... You know, the reporters, the media, etc. You've got people who have no idea about guns, no idea about ballistics. They've never been in a fight. They've never been in any any kind of physical altercation. Right. They've never had hands-on with anybody. Making up these theories, these sort of like, oh, why didn't you just do this? Or the, all these what-if situations for, for stuff that they've never been in. Well, the perfect... Right? The per I, I've been in more fist fights, and I've been in more like weird... Weird in encounters with people than most people have. Well, the, you know, and it's and it's the one thing that I will say is you cannot sit here and Monday morning quarterback somebody's decision to do what they did. I mean, there are some things that are completely off the fucking charts, okay? But your average person on an average day or your average cop dealing with some crazy ass bullshit, uh, they make decisions based on what they feel right then and there in that in that time frame is the appropriate decision to make. So, and you know what? The best example of that, too, is, is it just recently happened. Like, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse situation that went down, mm -hmm. we got to see it in live, in real time, how stupid our politicians are, how stupid lawyers are, how stupid people are. An example. Like, I watched that trial on YouTube as it was going on in real right. time. And you have lawyers asking, like, What's the difference between full metal jacket and hollow points? And, uh, you know, they try to show these stupid graphs of how full metal jackets, like they implode your, and I'm like, bro, this isn't, that's not, that's not the case. Or um, how people like, well, Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer, da, 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 da. How was he a murderer when literally he was being assaulted? A guy ran up on a, on a fucking gun saying, let's kill this motherfucker. And he was fucking being, and he got kicked in the head. Like, this is a perfect example. Can I play devil's advocate? Sure. What was the reason of him being there? We don't know exactly what the reason was. Because he has family there. And he was looking to fucking clean up the town. He was, he was actually putting out a fire so when he got chased. let's say this. Just for, I'll, Dude, I'm just I'll playing play. devil's advocate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. He's there play, trying to keep the and clean up. Double devil's advocate. Okay. Double dipping. He was at a protest. Right? Mm-hmm. He was at a protest, minding his own business, and he got involved in some shit. The guys who were also at the protest that attacked him, have they been charged with attacking him yet? Negative. Nope. Did anybody say that they were in the wrong for attacking him? Negative. Only the normal people. Well, there you go. Oh, I was just playing right. devil's advocate. I wasn't trying to start an argument. Just, you can be just... at whatever protest you want, apparently, but if you're a non-liberal type we'll call it let's say you are a conservative and you're at that protest you're there to cause trouble if you are a liberal who's at the protest or anti-conservative whatever the fuck you want to call Leroy them Jenkins. you are there doing a peaceful protest even though you're lighting buildings <laughs> yeah. and cop cars on fire <clears throat> right so there's this fucked up double standard that the guys that actually attacked him have never been like oh they yeah those those are those guys are guilty or you know, dead, whatever the fuck. You know, they were they were in the wrong. It was always, yeah, this guy Kyle, he was wrong. He was, he never went after anybody, did he? Did he no. go and attack anybody, or was he attacked first? He was attacked from the video. He was attacked. He was attacked first. They came after him as he was running away, screaming, "Friendly, yeah. friendly, friendly, friendly." So how come he's wrong for defending his life, and those guys got off without anything for attacking somebody? For physically going after somebody. Some things the world will never know. Did you have, did you ever meet Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, I interviewed him in uh, at Shot Show. Nice. Yeah. What's he like? He's he's like Sean, but skinnier. As was one quote. Uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's a very nice dude. He's he's very humble, very quiet. He seemed very shy. He seemed very overwhelmed by all the attention that he was getting. Right. Um, and I was like, hey, man, why don't you come on over to this booth that we're working at and uh, let me give you some products. And he was like, oh, oh, really? Oh, hey, he's still a young kid. Thanks, how, how old thanks, he man. Be? That's, that's really cool. Like, he was, he was more surprised that we wanted to talk to him and we wanted to give him some free product. Wow. That's awesome. Like, 
How like, many? He was blown away by that. How many gun cougars do you think he fucks per night? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, twenty-seven. <laughs> a night? A night? No way. Look, dude. he's a young. He's kid. a young he's boy. Look at that testosterone. But he's such a doofy looking. No, that kid don't got stamina. Come on. He's such a doofy looking motherfucker. No yeah, way. He's you know what though? Girls, like nonstop. Like cougar moms. Four doors, more whores. Is that yeah. what? It's, <laughs> when they brought up that, he's got the, at least four. I guess. When they brought that in the court, like during that whole thing, it's like, why is that even important? Right. Because your, they're, they're trying to just they're just trying, trying to, to make discredit. him seem like a fucking piece of shit. You're trying kid. to discredit uh, like an what twenty year old kid, right? On yeah. his fucking on his gamer tag handle, like my gamer tag handle, smelly Crocs. Like, what do you you know? What I mean? The kid is twenty years old, right? Let him have his 20-year-old kid fun. Right. Right? So if he has a fucking handle of four doors more whores. Great name, the shit. Great like, name. what Solid kid name. at 20 years old isn't a fucking corn dog? You know, if he, corn yeah, dog if he added whatever. the 69 like, at the end of the name, even better. <laughs> yeah. Remember, that was like the thing back, back yeah. in the day. At the, everybody's name would it'd be like 420 or 69 at the fucking end yeah. of everything. Yeah. Four doors more whores, 69. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Love it. That's what kids that age do. That's what they're, That's their thing, man. Like... Yeah, that kid's life's changed fucking forever. Him, look at like Nicholas Sandman. You remember that kid? Which one was that? That was the kid on the Capitol steps when he had a MAGA hat on with a school trip. And the Indian guy was banging the drum in his face. And they made it seem like this poor kid was a fucking like domestic terrorist. smiling kid. Yeah, yeah. he was a domestic terrorist. Turns out he fucking won uh, all settlements. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he get paid? Well, didn't Rittenhouse get paid too? He's smiling even harder now. Rittenhouse had to get paid too, right? But but he has lawsuits out the ass coming at him. Civil suits and all types of shit. still? Yeah. Yeah, so the civil suit. Even if you're cleared criminally, you may be sued civilly. That's an OJ. OJ um, 101. Oh, so yeah. he's still not out of the out no. of the wet works. They, yeah. they, they try to fucking hit him left and right with all bullshit fucking, you know, civil fucking suits. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And then, like, if you go on Twitter, like, you have the crazy people that think he's actually a murderer. Like, this kid went through the court of law and got proven not guilty by law, like, and it was on national television. This kid is not a murderer, and people still call him a murderer. Like, it blows my mind. Of course, Bl- absolutely blows my mind. You yeah. know, but, o- but OJ got praise it in. Che Guevara. They'll praise fucking Lenin and Stalin. Yeah, like, and, and you know what the most? What's Castro, the common? What's the common denominator about all these Clinton. dictators? What they wanted to do? Step one: with all these dictators, take away your guns. Take away your fucking guns. Step one. No, that's how you start. That's how you, you get control. I guess. Take the power out of the people. Scary shit, dog. Scary fucking shit, you know? Keep them hungry, fucking high, defenseless, and, and broke. <sighs> and got him. you make them need you. Yeah. Speaking of needing you, we're going to lighten it up. And Ben, you need to tell Angelo the pants story. The what? Oh. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the, pa- the, the pan or pans? Pan. The pan like P-A-N. Story. P-A-M? No, no, Pam, 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 So this goes back, Pan. this goes back to like 1996. Oh, God, this is so bad. <sighs> Doesn't sound like you want a to A buddy of mine, a buddy, no, I do. And this is, this is a, this is a rough story, bro. <sighs> a buddy of mine told me this story that he heard from a friend of his. And his friend was dating this girl who worked at one of those peep show booths. Mm-hmm. So it was like an adult bookstore in the back room. They had the peep show where you go in like a little jerk off your little jerk off booth, right? And you put a quarter in, and the door slides up, and the girl dances and does whatever. And then you know your time runs out, and the door comes down, mm-hmm. right? So, <laughs> so he go he would go and pick his girlfriend up. From work every night at the end of at the end of the night when her shift was over, like three in the morning, and every night this one guy would show up. He'd walk in, he'd hand the guy at the counter twenty bucks, and he'd go in the back. <laughs> and this is going on for like weeks. Like every time he'd pick his his girlfriend up, this dude would be there, like right before they close, throw twenty bucks on the counter, and he'd be like, "All right, Joe, go ahead, all, all yours." So. My friend's friend finally said to the guy behind the counter, he's like, hey, man, I come to pick my girlfriend up, like, every night. Like, who's this guy that comes in at, you know, 3 o'clock and gives you 20 bucks? What's that all about? And he goes, like, whatever the guy's name was. Oh, that's Bob. He just goes in the back to drink the pans. (coughs) No. (coughs) Look at my face, bro. Like... 
how old is this man? Mm. Oh. I, I don't know. I picture like an old dude. I'm gonna come. So, oh, to clear this up, those those pans are where everybody's been jerking off. Yeah, yeah. That's where the, the splash pan basically. Uh, how? So, for a long time after this, anytime something sucked or something was really bad. We'd be like, oh, dude, that really drinks a pan. <laughs> like, Ugh. if you stub your pinky toe on the on the little bed post, you know, when you're walking past that your bed, dude, that fucking that really drinks a pan. So, so your friend thought this guy was going in to see his girlfriend every fucking night. Yeah, he didn't. And finally, he didn't. was like, yo, what the fuck's going he on? He He's didn't the band drinker. He didn't, he didn't know. Oh, that's so fucking terrible. And I, they told me that story. Like, <sighs> a couple of us, we were hanging out, and I, my one buddy, told me that story, and I was like, <clears throat> yeah. Like, I thought I was going to fucking puke when I heard it. Because, like, think of taking, like, you know, a baking sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like this story. I don't like this story. That's like that's like right up Ryan's alley, though. Ryan's like... That's still too extreme for Ryan me, would, Ryan would do it for, for, for money. That's too extreme for Ryan me, would do it for How money. much? How much? Classic McGruber. How much, Ryan? Like, a whole, a full night. Like, some of the... I can't even... Would, I'm going to fucking throw up. I'm going to so fucking throw let me, up. Let me see the Dunkin' Donuts cup. If that if that was just random just dudes, there, semen, high, you know, just How random much? dudes, like six different people, you know, old, young, you don't know what the fuck they've been doing. Does that fall under the suck ten dudes' like, dicks or suck one dick for ten times? Nah, that's more like than say 10. this was like fifteen dudes worth of cup. Justin, Norman, Sean, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Chef Tom. Uh, let's say Jared Reston's in you, there. You're not gonna throw yourself in there. You're not gonna throw yourself in there. Fuck no, I'm not showing you my dick. <laughs> Come what on, about the bro to penis ratio? I'm trying to get my B to P ratio up, dog. Come on. <laughs> How much? Thousand bucks? No way. Way more. Way more. Ten thousand. Way more. Two million. Yes. I'm in. <laughs> Two million? I'm in. I don't know. You got to do it on camera. Shoot, like, I'll, do it, I'll do it on three one cameras. shot straight and go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two million? Straight I'm down. all in, dog. Two mil? Two million? I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to do it. It's a lot what? of mouthwash. No, no throwing up. You gotta like sit there. Nobody for, say like, anything about fucking. You gotta, like, and it can't. And it can't dribble down the side. <laughs> it's gotta go. <laughs> I go. I'm, you know what? I want to fucking funnel beer bong it. Funnel it. Oh, it's oh. the only way to do it. Oh, we could do. We could do like a fucking. That's what I'm saying. Party hose. Yeah. Shotgun. Shotgun. No, we some, can't really do this. This isn't shot, happening. Shotgun. I, some I want nothing to do with this. But I don't know. You said mention two million dollars. Right, so, now, now the wheels are spinning. So years ago, I worked at Limelight Tunnel Palladium oh, Bank. Yeah. We've all been there. Um, we found the city. A couple other places. And we had one of this this one big bouncer named Big Mike. And one of the jokes that him and his buddies would play on his other friends was they'd go buy like a bag of Oreo cookies. And they would take one cookie, open it. One of them would jerk off, come on it, put the it back together. And what put kind it of back friends you got? Why would, why would they? That, that's. What the fuck? So why would they do that? that? Why would they do that? Dude, I don't fucking eat. Anybody offers me Oreo cookies, even if I'm like, man, Scarred for life. I want that fucking Oreo cookie. I'm like, good, bro. Thanks. That's like that, that's what Ryan and his boys used to do with their dick to fucking pick ratio, whatever the fuck. No, it is. bro to penis ratio is way different than fucking eating jizzy crackers and fucking drinking what's your, jizz bottles. What's your bro to hand job ratio? Ooh, I never thought about that. Zero. Like you better that's up easy. Those, you one. better up those numbers. I know. Bro, why any one of my bros want to amateur. give me a hand job? I'm all in, dog. <laughs> Listen, a nut's a nut. Just like Ben said, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. So I work a pretty crazy schedule hour wise, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm coming to a standstill now. I really do want to fucking do the whole process. Okay. I really want to get into it. Okay. I'm gonna come through you guys and fucking. I'm gonna come. <laughs> Do you even know which one you're hitting or you're just fucking... It says right there. <laughs> I want to do it. And okay. like I said, I'm, I'm competitive and I'm going to put that to the side. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I'm not going to need six months. You, like like um, some people. You hear this? You know Noted. what I mean? I'm not going to need notes. six months. I promise you. Take okay. notes. Okay. Take notes. I'm not trying to be competitive. Just No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm competitive I against mean, him. I, I appreciate <laughs> that you have a goal that you aspire to. Right. Because you have to have a goal to aspire to. You can't just be like, well, I'm going to see how I do. Like, no, dude, I want to be fucking good right. at it. And I that's wanna, the whole thing. I want to I go after it, and I want to fucking conquer it and be as best as I can be. And yet here we are, people with five years, ten years in, still trying to fucking conquer this thing, and they still haven't conquered it. Conquer what? This thing. 
this thing of shooting. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what thing? It's, it's, I'm telling you, Ange, you're going to have days where you're like, I fucking finally figured it out. This is great. You're going to shoot the next day or the next time and be like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck did I just do? What the, the fuck is, just happened? Right, you're the most one of the most uncoordinated people I know. Are you out of your mind? You like, I'm a fucking I'm a savant. Bro. Maybe now. I'm but a like fucking you savant. Legit were the most uncoordinated kind of people savant. I know. No, no, no chance, no chance. And you know what the problem is? You're gonna get so angry when you think you're like, okay, I'm aiming at right here. I'm gonna shoot this right here, and you're gonna fucking slap your trigger. You're gonna shank it, or you're gonna fucking totally miss the target, and you're gonna throw the gun on the ground like a little no, bitch that you are, no, and you're gonna fucking huff and puff and stomp out. And you're going to take your ball and go home. Won't happen. That's what he's going to do. Not happen. Once I put my mind to something, I get good at it. Once I get dedicated to something, I do it. Well, I'll tell you what. And I get it done. I'll tell you what. Till then, we'll, we'll, we'll just patiently wait for you on Wednesday nights. <gasps> Don't hold your breath, I guess. Is that what you're trying to fucking say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ben, Fina, you're the first person on the podcast. I want to give you something. Oh, cool. It's what a t-shirt. Nice. It's for you. I appreciate that. Look at that. We take care of our guests over here. Fancy, fancy. And Ryan, Ryan, Ryan wants you to sign the table. Yeah, we're going to sign the table. Yeah. We got, because that's what we're going to do. Every guest that we have coming on, we're going to fucking sign the table. Nicey, nice. With those stickers down. And then once we become real fucking big famous. Big famous? Big, big famous. famous. Is that bigly? Not little famous. Like big famous? Bigly. I, I don't know what I did with the market. Maybe we'll sign Right in front of you, right dickhead. There. There it is. All right. Say this is the guy you have shooting. The guy who don't can't see two feet in front of him. Distracted by the Dunkin' Donuts. That's what I'm saying. He's fucking distracted. Bro, you got me. Come filled. You got me. You got me turned on by that fucking two million dollar fucking sweepstakes right now, dog. Nice. I'm in, bro. No, that's like the salt. There's a lot of things I would do for two million dollars, Andrew. What you wouldn't do it for two million dollars? No, I don't think so. You're a fucking liar. I think I have too much pride. Ben, what about you? Two mils. I too much pride. Not enough. Cash in hand. Two mils. I don't think so. It's not enough. I don't think so. What? What's wrong with you guys? I got too much pride. What's wrong with you guys? I'm going to need another $20 million just to have everybody that knows about it assassinated. Yes, everybody no, got to no. die. Everybody got to die. You guys are so fucking gay, it's not even oh, funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, we're gay because we won't drink, drink a cupload yep. of... Yeah, because you know what? Because I do it. I'll be $2 million richer, and you guys are fucking stuck in fucking this fucking Putnam County. Winner! No, you're going to buy fucking, me a studio. Fucking, it's going to be nice. Fucking. I ain't doing shit because I'm a fucking millionaire, you peasant. Yeah, with fucking cum on your lips. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Because you know what, Ange? The way you order food from restaurants and you send back food, I guarantee you. You've I don't already, send back t- food. You've already send tasted back the food. chef's fucking nuts before. Food. So what's the That's difference? one thing I don't and do. And you had to pay for it. When I order food, they can fuck up my meal completely. I yeah, will yeah. not send it back. So you basically paid for somebody to come in at? your mouth. Anywhere. Anywhere. If I fucking eat anywhere, I do not send back my food. We got to take Ange to Iron and Wine with Chef Tom. Oh, yeah. I don't send back food. Yeah, Iron and Wine. Over on Route you know what? Chef Tom will be another curious character to have on Undomesticated. Oh, dude! So he's got he's got a long history of like being in like punk rock bands, hardcore bands. Like he's got this whole musician side to him. I would and I would assume that, but all the face he's tattoos, been on and all those tattoos. fucking television shows on the Food Network. Has he? Yeah, he was on Hell's Kitchen. Fuck. Season seven, he's like all over that shit. I know he looked familiar. He is like a legit like food celebrity. So apart from Chef having Tom, like the Iron Tom. and Wine restaurant on Route 22 in Patterson, New York, as one of like the greatest restaurants you'll ever so eat So fucking at, good, guys. Uh, he's also into what we do. He's into cooking fucking awesome food. The dude shows up in Adidas Burberry tracksuits. All right, and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, dude. I, I don't know, I'm saying he's nobody. gangster as fuck. I don't judge nobody. He shoots in Adidas Burberry tracksuits. It's gangster as fuck. Is he part of the Russian mob? <laughs> <That's> no. <possible>. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What is, you know he's what? A, a Spanish or something. You know what's funny, though? Yeah, like, when you see Spanish, Chef Italian. Tom, when you see Chef Tom and the saint, Irish. and the saint of his wife that she is, like, it's like, how, <laughs> you talk about yin and yang? Like, Chef Tom is a, a fucking stunt. Dude, so he married up. He definitely <laughs> married up. He married up. He's a stud. And Chef Tom is like a tanned version of me, kind of, in a sense. He's, I guarantee you his B2P ratio, sky high. No. Yeah? No. Right. I'll put, money down. Real I'll put money down on it. I'll put money down on it. I'll put money down on it. B2P ratio, so. Chef Tom. I don't think so. Okay. I think I think that... Because um, chefs in the industry, chefs in the industry, they... So you think he's showing his schnitzel to everybody? Shown and seen. In the, in the, in Are the you restaurant? about to call him and find out? Find out right now. I say, oh, I, I say you call him. You're going to call him and find out. This is going to be interesting. 
got to dial the number right. So what percent are we looking at? Like, what, what, what would be the bet? Over 60% of his friends he's seen their penis? For his boys, I'd say over over 50. Drinking. Over 50, huh? Come on, answer. Come on, Chef Tom. He's going to answer. He Come has on. to answer. Don't let us down. If he's cooking someone's food. He might be cooking. We should just take the show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Do one at Iron and Wine. Eating fucking clams. Oh. Come on, Chef Tom. Fucking let down. I don't even know what Chef Tom. I had, I, had, I had faith in him, and I don't even know him. Your call has He's going to call oh. back. Uh, it's all right. Let's not do that. <laughs> Have people call him. Hey, what's your fucking dick, <laughs> you bro? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm on the line. I'm cooking, and people keep asking me what my fucking dick people to bro are just ratio start is. Going there and asking him, what's your dick to bro ratio? I don't. Oh, that's uh, fucking great. Hang on, hang on. You're going for it again? No, just. What do you got? Sean, one hundred percent. Sean's all in. Another person. Okay. What's what, what's your percent? You say he says right? over fifty percent. Him too. Sean, ten percent. Ten percent. Oh, Sean is a little weird though. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's going on? I have a question for you. Yes, sir. How many of your friends' dicks have you seen? <laughs> like, what's your what's your bro or your dick to bro ratio? Am I on the air with the podcast right now? No, totally no. not. We're totally on the air not. right now. <laughs> okay. So, one that I can remember, and it wasn't like a weird thing. Right. I guess uh, that's already starting off weird, but it's only one. I don't believe you. How many can you not remember? <laughs> if I knew that, it wouldn't be not See? Remember. So, see, it's not a normal thing, dude. It's a normal thing. It's not a normal thing. Right, hold on. So, one... How many friends do you have? What's the story behind it? Like, how did this, some dude just like, hey, so check out was, my junk? No, so it was at a party, right? And, you know, it, it, you know, drinking's going on during the night. Shit's fucking weird. And one of my boys falls asleep on, like, the guy's house we were at. Falls, like, you know, passed out on the couch. And we're down in the basement where, like, the drum set and shit is. And we're talking about, like, if we hit the cymbal by his head. And one buddy's like, yo, what if I put my dick on him? And I'm like. <laughs> oh. That's a little weird. <laughs> Um, I, I'm like, well, here's the thing. This one dude, he'll do anything for money. I'm like, I'll give you 20 bucks. To put it on. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> so he paid $20 to see his boy's dick. It's fine. That's what I get Wait, from this. So you did pay somebody $20 to see their dick then. <laughs> That's weird. I don't remember what conspired, but long story short, I didn't end up paying him, but a dick came out. And <laughs> so you fucking, you stiffed him after he stiffed you. <laughs> you stiffed him on his stiffy. What a stiffy. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's it, though. All right. Well, this was on the air, just so you're aware. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. So his his, his ratio is low, yeah, but he paid one. for it. Yeah, but Sean's on the weird side. You know, you know his dick to fucking bro ratio is going to be up. I don't know. My spirit animal. We're trying to get in Sean's touch with Tom Stevens, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Sean, uh, Sean, what do you think? Chef Tom's dick to bro ratio, high or low? It's got it. I, something tells me the punk rock scene he grew up. I think it's pretty high. Pretty fucking high. We're gonna get these answers by Could next be. episode. All right, thanks, we gotta pal. get we got, we got to get these answers by next episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys are fucked up. All right, Ben. You can sign the table. I think we should wrap it up, right? Boink. We the Genge. How big is he gonna sign? Let's see this. He's gonna take up half the fucking table. Uh oh. Here, you wanna. You want to jerk it off? Uh, off things, I'm going to come. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Our first signature on the fucking table. Love what is, it. What is today? Today is... Uh, today four, is the 23. 20. 23. All right. Excellent. Is that it? That's it, dogs. All right. Am I bringing us home? Yeah, bring us home, Ange. All right. With that being said, you don't got to stand tall, but you got to stand the fuck up. Absolutely.